Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's been a long road, Veronica. And really, now it's starting to pay off after a year and a half. I first got this idea a while back, and I wanted to go down to Roswell, New Mexico, and just start exploring Asking questions, you know, us nosy reporters, we always want to say, why? What do you think? How do you feel? And we went down there, and my cameraman, Carl Winston, and I, and uh, he started shooting video. I started doing man-on-the-street interviews, and we, we just started exploring, you know, not knowing what we would find. And then, you know, the editing process back in Portland, we had to comb through all the footage we shot, all the people we met. And now it's come full circle back to this film festival in London, England. It's called the Filmatic Film Fair. And they just gave us best review I've, I've had for this short 20-minute film. Roswell revisited from wacko to serious to fun. And it just goes on and on about all the elements that we put into this. And they get it. That That's the rewarding thing is they actually took the time to analyze it. And they see the balance between the humor and the seriousness. In fact, a former KXL manager gave it that title from wacko to serious to fun. Brian Jennings. He's seen this, he loves it, and I took that quote and put it right in the title of the movie. Because we do, we go from just far out uh, abduction by aliens to uh, a serious analysis of the phenomenon and the congressional hearings to just the fun of being at the 75th anniversary of the Roswell incident. So what's your fascination with it? Have you just always been, you know, interested in the things unexplained and unknown and, you know, maybe out in space? I'm into pop culture. I love the public interaction with this UFO thing, whatever you call it. The, the fascination with aliens and spacecraft and traveling through time and all of that. And so I really kind of am a skeptical person when it comes to believing any of this, but I love to see how people interact with it and deal with it. And some of it's wacky and funny. You know, we got all kinds of laughs out of it, but also uh, what if, what if it's real? That is a place that I kind of tread lightly. I, I don't know. Right. So Bigfoot things like that that are unexplained but people really really believe in do you buy into those you're bringing up a topic that i've delved into in another documentary searching for sasquatch it's on youtube and uh we went up to cougar washington and we asked all these nosy questions and no one knew a thing about bigfoot they heard the name and you know they had never seen anything or heard anything and so yeah i uh, i'm not a believer but again, I, I love the kind of the pop culture angle. Even though, you know, people up in Cougar didn't really know what you were talking about necessarily. Everywhere that you see Portland or the Northwest, you see funny little Bigfoot, you know, Sasquatch signs. So obviously somebody believes. Apparently. I mean, it's a thing. And of course, it's a merchandising tool. Anything that you put that logo on is a, is a popular item they sell 
tons of Bigfoot t-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of stuff. But these folks that live up at Cougar, that's that's wilderness area up there. And they're hunters and they're hikers and they've never seen or heard anything regarding Bigfoot. Hmm. So being a filmmaker, it's not a lucrative, easy job, you know. Um, I mean, you must really love it. Yes, It's become a passion of mine here in my retirement years, and I've taken my interest in journalism and reporting on the news into this realm of documentary filmmaking, asking all those questions, finding patterns, and finding stories that can be told with a beginning, middle, and end, and telling it visually. You know, in the radio biz, we have this wonderful audio medium, and in film, you have audio plus the video, the pictures tell so much of the story. And that's been fascinating to learn how to edit and stage different sequences of of visual images. And are you holding out hope that, you know, with enough work and, you know, if you keep, you know, doing this, that eventually one of these is going to take off and be a hit? Well, yes. Uh, Someone even mentioned with this latest award that we could monetize this. You know, we could take it and put it into some kind of distribution. I don't know. I've never done that. I don't know how the system works. And frankly, it's been just for the love of it so far. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting some money back from this, but that has not been our driving influence. But, you know, getting paid for something that you work hard on and, you know, the reason why we put ourselves out there and we do things like this because we want to share the story. So that would be a nice little bonus. It would. I, you know, I would gladly do that. Um, I did sign a document that has some legal binding. It's a, a release document uh, with one of our people we, we interviewed. And I don't know the terms of that in terms of making money from it. I'd have to go back in and examine the contract. Yeah, I, I'm up for it. If you know of any distributors, let's talk. Well, in the meantime, if people want to see it, where can they go? They can go to YouTube. Uh, our editor has his site where he posted it. It's called David Hudkins, H-U-D-K-I-N-S, at YouTube. And you, you go to David Hudkins and you scroll through his videos, several of them, and you'll find this one, uh, Roswell Revisited. And if you probably, if you Google it, it come up too. Probably, yeah.